You are listening to LGR Reviews on the Let's Get Ready Network. On this network, we talk about the movie trivia showdown, the first class league, sports, Star Wars, movies, TV, and more. If you're interested in supporting the network, you can subscribe to our Patreon at patreon.com slash LGR Network. And please leave a rating and a review of this episode. Enjoy the show. All right, guys, we're back for another 30 Coins review after we watched episode three. And let me tell you something, man, like I'm, I'm, I'm really digging this show because it is almost like we're getting these almost mini movies with different kinds of like little stories and nuances to mm-hmm. it. Like in the first one, we got uh, one of my favorite things and the reason why I've kept this picture up here the whole time, like Scorpion uh, Spider Baby over here. <laughs> and then we had in the second episode, uh, we had the Ouija board which we thought was kind of cool. And in this episode, uh, we had a thing called the magic mirror. Uh, and that's actually the name of the episode or actually, I think it's called the mirror, but I just call yes, it the magic mirror. mirror. Yeah, it's just the mirror. There's, there's things going on in here, which and I just think it's like uh, really cool how they're setting it up and everything else. And like I said, this is kind of a show we walked into on accident, but uh, yeah, man, I, before we get started though, on the new episode, but it's, it kind of makes us even more a firm believers after we watch this episode was something that Ferris kind of picked up on towards around the first or second episode. And he talked about, I'm giving the moment right now to talk about like, you know, what he, what he was discussing and what he think was going to happen. Cause it actually looks like that may be happening in the show. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, what I brought up earlier was there's a, there's a fight for power over the realm of earth. There's the good heaven and then there's hell, the demons. And then I also brought up that there's a third entity in the mix who just wants the power for control. We find out in this episode is that the third entity that wants power is a subsection of the Catholic Church that still believes Judas is the all-powerful. That Judas is the is the greatest saint of all time because without Judas, Jesus wouldn't fulfill his prophecy of ascending into into heaven because he 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 died he sold him out. So that's the third entity. We found we found that out that they're the third entity in in this this struggle. And then me and Justin, and all of us were talking off screen for a bit. Like the, we thought that the the priests were controlling everything from day one. But then I pointed out that they're controlling Antonio in the episode one, and the demons were controlling the baby and the old mom or the the, old, the, the grandma. Mm-hmm. And Antonio tried to kill the baby on top of the church. Mm-hmm. So it was the priests trying to destroy the demon, but unfortunately Elena got in between them and saved the baby. And then later on, she then like breaks the charm that destroys the baby. So it's a struggle. You have the subsection of people who want power just because they want power. There's good, and then there's evil, the demons. So this this um this episode really showed us more. Right, and uh, like to kind of counteract on that, or, or at least to expound on it a little bit is basically what we got here is like we've all known like we have our bible right we have Mm -hmm. the new testament you know whichever kind of version Mm -hmm. you get and it's got certain books of the bible that are in there especially talking about the new testament uh it really doesn't come into play too much on the old testament most of that's still the same but especially in the new testament there was always these books and stuff that were left out of the bible and we all know that right because they were kind of voted on are these sacred right were these sacred words written by prophets of god that deserve to be in the bible and some of them were left out and this actually brings up one of those books that is 
in the Bible, like this is one of the ones that were left out because they didn't think it was sanctified. And but in that story, it does talk about how God's all powerful. So he knew what Judas was going to do all the time. The plan was already there so that they actually say, like Ferris said earlier, that Judas is one of the actual like biggest saints because he's the one that sacrificed just like kind of Jesus did. He sacrificed his life and everything else so that Jesus could do what he needed to do for everyone else. So and that's kind of what the feeling is. And like one of the things that happens in this episode and, and the reason why it's called the mirror, and I pull up the image up a little bit. This is the mirror that it's talking about. But behind him on a on the on the table is a book that you can only see in the mirror that you can't see, you know, out on the other side exactly. where you're actually standing at. And that book is actually the book, one of the books or one of the chapters, you know, that you would say that might possibly could have been put in the Bible. Mm -hmm. And uh, it comes in a big role, like during the story and everything else. Uh, yeah, it's the book of Judas. I, yeah. I read a little bit of it. They, they expand a little bit in the episode. They let some parts out, but basically the outline of the whole book is there. Like Judas was not a betrayer. He was a saint. He, Jesus gave him the most terrific job. It was like pretend that he betrayed him. In the, in the actual book, if you read the actual book, it says there are actually two gods. Like, that's the main difference. The show doesn't talk a little me little much about it, but, like, in the book, it says that the God for the Old Testament is not the real God. The real God is the one for the New Testament that, that Jesus talks about. The God of the, the First Testament is, like, a lesser God that created the material world. And the and the, the real God is the one for for the spiritual world. So we have to release ourselves from the material world. That's why in that interpretation, that's why in the Old Testament you have like a very different, angry God that, that punishes humanity. In the New Testament, you have a more loving, caring God. Nice. I mean, that's actually oh, I kind of cool. I didn't know that. I yeah. did that research, but uh, Caleb, man, like. Yeah. What did you think about the story set up here? Like what we've kind of talked about here. Uh, you have anything to add or yeah. anything? I, I thought it was um, kind of crazy because I never, you know, saw it, saw it that way. Like Judas made like that's what the these group of cardinals believe. That's why they follow Judas, and that's what I was saying. Um, I was, uh, episode before that, you know, they, they that yeah, um, yeah, they were followers of Judas, and um, I didn't. Um, yeah, so I, I never knew about that. Oh, yeah, I never saw it that way that Judas was actually making an ultimate sacrifice or Jesus told him to do, uh, to sacrifice himself and betray him, take the coins for himself. But that's what these cardinals believe. And um, I also thought uh, uh, um, that was an interesting uh, conversation of uh, the priest saying, like, uh, why does God allow evil? I guess that's where the saying necessary evil comes from. Mm -hmm. And um, that, that he had, there is evil, even the world. It's like actually good to be evil because without evil, there wouldn't be a good, and we wouldn't be free to choose between good and evil. There would just be good, and we wouldn't know evil. Mm -hmm. Yeah, uh, that's actually a very interesting thing to, to to look at it, right? Like that if God knows everything, you know, is going to happen, and He's like the, the person that knows all. That technically there would, in some ways, have to be evil, right? For you to be able to make that choice to not be evil, right? To be good and whatnot, and to make it mean something and everything else. So there's almost a necessary necessary for evil, and that's why the gentleman, the preacher of the show, that's been in all three episodes, is the main character. 
like he kind of says that's the reason why they left it out of the Bible, right? Because it kind of contradicts a little bit of things here and maybe how people think and, and all that kind of stuff. So, yeah, pretty interesting stuff. And then we move from the uh, the book and stuff like that. We go to the mirror and uh, things start happening. Like first, there's like a, a wedding and all this stuff going on. There's hardly nobody in the church doing any ceremonies or at this wedding <laughs> and, and stuff like that, which is kind of funny because that's kind of what today is that starting to happen in our day. And like it goes on for that. We, we see that one of the persons trying to deliver the cake for the wedding has been living in this place with this mirror and they obviously saw something and it was bugging them and it basically plays on your fears. So he wasn't able to sleep or anything. He ends up messing up while talking on the phone. He shouldn't be driving and talking on the phone anyway, especially when you're sleep deprived and he ends up running into a tree that uh, almost kills him. I think he does get to go to the hospital. He's not completely dead or anything, but yeah, the, yeah. Uh, the, the cake uh, gets destroyed obviously uh, in that thing. So that messes up the wedding and all that good stuff. But uh, we move on and you uh, have the mirror. Uh, the priest is there. Uh, like I was showing the images earlier. This is uh, the priest decides like, hey, I got to stay all night and check this out. And they're like, well, maybe he's trying to, you know, scandalous. Right. Because they still think that the preacher may be setting some of this stuff up so that he can look good to the church. Exactly. So they plant cameras in there. They watch him while he's watching the mirror. Uh, nothing occurs that first night. Uh, he falls asleep actually they they come in the next day they show him a video though and 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 actually tell him we recorded you and look what we found and as he was asleep his version of himself on the other side every episode he does walks this. over to him and just kind of looking at it yeah What's that? This is the mirrored version of Justin the one that faces the mirror version of Justin you froze for a second buddy oh, okay so like but anyway that that's what happens though they he stands up, walks over to him and looks down and looks at him and stuff like that. And they're like showing him the proof. And he's like kind of weirded out. Like, and it goes from there. He, he, he tries to stay and all this stuff and uh, everything is going on. Well, just to, because we're trying to go over this, you know, we don't want to go over every little detail. Mm -hmm. uh, he ends up going over there to the mirror and he ends up talking to himself. They get in a discussion. Uh, it turns out that the kid that he killed uh, by accident or whatnot during an exorcism is also there. And his other self goes and gets and brings in uh, the kid. And this is one of those scenes during this show that, like I've said before, it's kind of hard to describe. So we're going to show you. So we're going to show you like what happens. Chacomo. Looks like a zombie man just takes him to the back, and now, now our preacher friend is not the real preacher friend that we're doing that we're dealing with during the show. So that right there happens, and now, like at first, you don't people don't even know who the real preacher is, or they don't even know that's a fake preacher at first. And that's actually when we get a lot of the story that Caleb was talking about. It wasn't the actual priest of the town. It was actually this like fake version of the priest. Doppelganger. It's like a doppelganger. doppelganger. And comes oh, in on the other like side. A, so. a reverse image of him. It's like you yeah, see exactly. in the mirror. 
Yeah, exactly. Yes, exactly. I mean, the, the the reverse of him. So like he's good intentioned and scared about the of the the mythical not the mythical world like the religious world. Like you know he like like he keeps telling Elena, no, it's you're crazy, uh, you're you're going insane. This makes no sense. But he knows it's real. Yeah. He knows it's real. He just doesn't. He li he's living in denial Be because because he, he, he feels he doesn't want to get involved because he's you see that when he's crying uh, when he sees the coma. Giacomo has that guilt. He still has yeah. that guilt of letting him die. He doesn't want anybody to die like that again. When if he gets involved again with all this stuff, mm -hmm. exactly. and the and, and the reverse version of him is actually the one that no no this is what's happening. These are these groups inside the church that praise Judas. There's whole this whole battle. Just give me the coin. Everything's going to be fine. So it's basically a reverse version of him. He's the one that tells everybody everything. What's is going on it's not the version of in the night yeah exactly like so this guy kind of spills the beans but he's hoping that if he does that that she'll just give him the coin that's what that basically is happening he's like look i'm just going to be super honest with you basically tell you all this stuff and hopefully you just make the right decision and you decide to give us the coin well as everything's going on the veterinary elena she's pretty smart man she's pretty smart so like it's not easy to fool her so she's still got the coin hid she comes up with a couple of things and does a couple of things to try to like maybe uh you know see if he's the real thing or not and he almost like tells her he, he comes out finally and he tells her the truth like and she's like okay and he she, he almost gets her but then right beforehand he slips up and she kind of pushes him down and gets back into place uh, and when that happens, then the preacher looks over at a cop, tells the cop, like, yo, you're going to go, you're going to meet me over at my place at the church in like 30 minutes. And he slowly starts to walk away. The cop gets in his car, drives off. And as he's walking through town, it's like every, he doesn't even have to say anything to him. As he passes by them, each and every one of the towns following said, starts yeah. following him. Even the wife of Paco, who we know is like the mayor of the town, and she thinks that like him and the veterinarian Elena is having like an affair. So like even she like starts following him. They all go to the church and he starts doing a ceremony and basically telling them that the mayor is the one that's really behind all of this. And he, play, he, he plays on that jealousy uh, oh, um, yeah. to, to Paco's wife. Like he's, he's, he's going, he's over there coming up with Elena. He's a philanderer. She's, yeah. He's influencing all his bad decisions. She's bad, and we got to go take care of him. Man, this dark priest did the most powerful Jedi mind trick ever. He did to yeah. everybody. It was very fun. Yeah. So, like, so they all get together, and he's doing this ceremony. He gets them riled up. They're all like, oh, yeah, let's go kill that piece of crap. He messed up our town. And so they got, like, basically gather the pitchforks, but don't. And they show up at the veterinarian place because they're thinking that's probably where like everything is or thinking the coins there and they start just trashing the place going through it just all over the stuff and throwing it down even catch the place like on fire and everything else and they wasn't there they actually ran back to the mirror mm -hmm. uh and and to the place that had this like magic mirror or whatnot and they go through the other side themselves and they're going through there and they see all these like kind of weird things. They even see different places with people at tables and look like it might be at a hotel or, or maybe a restaurant eating and everything. And they keep going through and then 
they get wide eyed because through one of the mirrors in front of them, they actually see their priest with a bag over his head with it tied around it with all these cardinals sitting around a table. And so they jump down really quick, you know, trying to hide and they're all this stuff. And you see 13 cardinals around sure. this table which is, could be symbolic because 13 is always known as the unlucky number. But 13, we know there's 30 coins and we know there's these 13 cardinals that have coins that are basically around their neck. And they're all doing this ceremonial thing where they're laying the coin out in front of them and all this. And Elena and Paco is like seeing all this go down. And at one moment, she slams the coin up on the mirror to like mm -hmm. distract them right before they go to cut. Uh, they were going to... Yeah, they try to sacrifice them. They were going to... They're gonna sacrifice yeah. them. So like, like, like they're doing their ritual. They drop all the coins in front of them. Then they pass the blade and they all kiss the blade one by one. And they're about to shank homie. Like they're about mm -hmm. to shank him. And then Elena does the distraction. And then he, like everyone, like, well, the bag's already off his head, right? So he can see what's going on. And like yeah. the main, the main priest, this dude, uh, was it? That yeah, this guy. He he. This yeah. is the exact scene where he turns. He's like, and he sees Elena with the coin. And then, and then Don Manuel, the priest, smacks the homies, jumps on the table, runs and runs, runs, and then throws himself through to the, the, mirror. the, through mirror. the mirror and yeah. th and through to the other dimension. So then they have, and then they, then they end up just running away. And then when they finally like get through the mirror from the room, a bad priest disappears, vanishes. Mm -hmm. because, because, because they destroyed the, the, the mirror. The mirror, yes. Mm -hmm. And then... And and then well, I was going to say, like, both mirrors, like, when they go back and forth through both mirrors in this part, instead of being a, a way to walk through, it becomes closed off. Yeah, it becomes a like brick wall. Mm -hmm. like a brick wall, like type a brick thing. wall, like wood, kind of like, just like a wall, like the covering of a wall. Yeah, and then and then what happens is Paco calls his wife, um, Mircha, I think her name is Mircha, and she and, and, and then she's in front of the, the, vet, the vet's office, and it's all fire, and she has no idea what the hell just happened, but then she also knows that they just destroyed the vet's office. And Paco's talking was like, hey, something happened. Something wrong. I'm going to come get you. And she was like, oh, sure. Yeah. She knows she messed up. Yeah. So, because they, because she knows the townspeople destroyed the veterinarian's office. And they don't know why they did it, but they did it because yeah. it happened. Because everyone's yeah. running out and the dogs are running out. And the reverse <laughs> image of him, uh, the, the doppelganger just disappears once, yeah. once the, 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 close, the mirror closes off. Yeah. Also, yep. also, like during the the beginning of this movie, when she had the coin at the vet's office, one of the the movie. It yeah, it was like basically a movie. Movie. It basically this episode. This episode, um, she has the coin with her with the dog, and he's barking constantly. He just keeps barking and barking. Yeah, the, and barking. the the coin is affecting the dog's. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. So there's this theory. There's this theory that dogs can sense, uh, jinn or demon spirits, jinn and, and dark spirits. Mm -hmm. They can sense them around you. They can sense them around the world. That's what they. That's what people say when when dogs who bark a lot, they they're sensing the spirits around them. Cats okay. as well. Cats as well. Yeah. I that's wanna, why the dog. That's why the. That's why the, the the dogs were being so restless with the coin with the coin with her because they're sensing and they're they're going like rabid. But Ferris, uh, I, I throw this out to the panel because like we talked about earlier. So right, like we think we have demons here. And we have the Cardinals. A lot of people would be confused here and might automatically think that the Cardinals are the only ones doing things like they did it all. But like you pointed out earlier, the guy that the Cardinals that we know is working with the Cardinals 
is the village idiot guy. Mm -hmm. Like he tried to kill the demon baby. And so it wouldn't make sense for, you know, the Cardinals to try to kill a demon baby if that's what they're controlling. Right. It doesn't even make sense for that to happen mm -hmm. since he's being controlled by the Cardinals. So that's why we think, do you think that the dog part of this episode at the very beginning, when you see them kind of going crazy, because even before the people get in there, the one of the dogs goes slap ass crazy enough to like literally mess its mouth up to chew the cage so it could get out on its own. Do you think the actual the demons did play a part in this episode? Just very a minor mm -hmm. one. Because 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 that dog proceeds to attack Paco and bite his neck. Exactly. Yeah. So the, the demons like they they had to they have to possess something, and they possessed that. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like like other entities. You know, like we said, there's the demons, the dark side. Then there's the 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 side side with the with the Judas priests, right? And mm -hmm. then I think the people who are fighting for heaven but don't know it. They don't know it yet. Elena, Paco, and the, and priest, the priest, yeah, are working for the for for like the light side. The, you know what I mean? As I mean, the priest. Here's yeah. is one of the things that I feel about the series because we don't know that much yet about Manuel. Which basically, like, yeah. we can say that he and especially Elena are like the protagonists. Of course, it's the three of them: Paco, Elena, and Manuel. But I think yeah. like a lot of the spotlight is on the priest. And we don't know much about him. Like, mm -hmm. he fully know all the things that's because sometimes in the first episode you can say that he doesn't know that the coin has this power, that has this dark influence. He gave it to Elena. Oh, it's just a piece of metal. Who cares about it? Like, maybe he does know some things. Maybe he's yeah. on the radio. Maybe maybe he worked for the Cardinals at some point, and then after mm -hmm. the kid died in the exorcism, he like, no, I'm done. I'm going to prison. I'm going to redeem myself. We don't know exactly much about him we don't know well, how here goes the thing the the, the so-called village Iliad that's actually working with the cardinals actually talks to him at one point right and that's why we think he may have killed him in that first episode because it, it kind of gave you the visual that that might be mm -hmm. what happens because he walks closer to him and he kind of pans the camera out and you can't see what's going on but it turns out he didn't obviously but uh the thing is, is that priest the the village idiot guy says pretty much that he's like uh like a general for god or like a, mm -hmm. uh, yeah he's like you're, you're like, the general for god's army so yeah. like i think he's been this general right like he's done his thing and now he's kind of done because of what happened right he kind of lost his faith for a little while and everything else and this is gonna the show this journey is probably gonna obviously bring that back because i think each episode it's like you can't rationalize everything he was involved with that mirror he almost got killed by the Cardinals because of that mirror. Like the other stuff, he could easily try to debunk, right? He tried to debunk the uh, demon baby coming out the cow, you know, and all that kind of good stuff. And I am going to say, like, I do sort of like what this show's done because, like, that first episode was slap ass crazy. Mm -hmm. Just crazy, yeah. right? And we go into the second episodes and it calms down just a little bit. And I would say, like, even this third episode calms down even more. Like, it's got more story. Uh, it's got the, uh, the the priest from the other side giving you a lot of like background, like, well, this is what's up. This is why this may be happening because of like Judas and what they feel about Judas and these all these like relics and stuff that are being saved and they got power. Like you, you learn a lot about yeah. stuff in this episode. Uh, but I will say like when this dude jumped through that mirror, when that Cardinals and the sub almost killed him, 
uh, I think I pointed this out when we was watching it, but when he jumps to the mirror, like he hits the ground. And you know how like on a lot of shows or even movies, people will do that crap and they'll get up and nothing's hurt. Maybe they got a little slash on their above their eyebrow or something where it's a little bleeding just a little bit. No, this dude had glass like sticking out of his top of his ah. head around it. Like I was like, oh, you know, but but this is what that show does. But yeah, go ahead, Caleb. Yeah, but yeah, you know, it was oh, a slower wait, what did I miss that? I missed that. I think I missed that scene. Yeah. When they pick him up, they carry him. You know, Paco picks him up and he's carrying him like he's got yeah. a lot of his oh, ass. He's got yeah, ass he's like, like yeah, stuck okay, in the top gotcha. of his head. Yeah, yeah, gotcha. yeah go ahead, Because he, he dives through it. Yeah, my yeah. yeah, baby. So yeah, even if you have these slower episodes, um, it still gives you these crazy ass parts because just like in the beginning, um, the before the title sequence, you get the, the gory part where the uh, guy in New York uh slits the, the Jewish guy's oh. neck and he's uh, Yes, flirting everywhere. No, it was in New York. It wasn't in Europe. It was in New York. Yeah, it was New York. Because he was speaking English and it looked like New York. Yeah. The diamond district, because he goes to a jewelry store. Yeah. For diamonds. And it's like, you just ruined a $3 million necklace. So okay. It was similar yeah. to the first episode's uh, opening scene. <laughs> exactly. The, the rabbi could have walked hey, out Justin, of the... the Like I told you, man, like he was wearing that necklace. Yeah. He was wearing that necklace. Yeah. But the rabbi could have walked out of here with nothing wrong if all he did was keep his mouth shut. But that dumbass had to turn around and grab this dude who just came in there, you know, guns a blazing almost like sitting there holding him up. If he would have just Justin, let him take the coin, if he it wasn't any guns coin, blazing, Justin, he bites the dude's neck. Yeah, or like, tears him up. He like rips his neck in half. Oh yeah, he yeah. just ripped his neck. He didn't bite. No, no, it. He yeah. It. Yeah, yeah, like he ripped like, it. But here's the thing, dude. Here's the thing. Like I'm gonna keep saying this, dude. This production department, this makeup, and this makeup department, and like the the prosthetics. I don't know what they call it. Danny probably knows more than I do. Like the prosthetics and the makeup. Everything and the art design, design, basically. Yeah, the, the, like the art design are phenomenal. Because when he rips the dude's neck, blood just gushes out just quickly, dude. Everywhere. It just explodes on the dude's chest. It's, expo- it's like. <laughs> it's a, a very more than Tarantino style. Yeah, man. It was. Yeah. A couple of more points, and then we'll get out of here, man. This won't be a super long episode or whatnot, but uh, we do have the scene where Paco gets grabbed by, we keep saying Village Idiot, because that's about the only name I know him by, but he's the guy who's controlled by the Antonio. Antonio. So, like, he grabs Paco and starts talking to Paco and basically lets him know, like, yo, man, you just got to get the coin. You know, he's talking to him about this stuff. And that's kind of about where the episode ends, unless I'm forgetting something. Uh, y'all have anything else? Elena throws yeah. the coin to the river. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. She gets yeah. the very end of it. She throws into uh, with the water at the dam. Because the 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 idiot is telling um Paco like the only way to end it is just to you know puncture your ball, go home, which means you know just get rid of the coin and then you know it'll all stop. You know they won't. They'll still, the 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 red. And, um, yeah, the, yeah. Did you right, Caleb? You. But do we don't know if Elena. But we don't know if Elena throw the coin on her own, or Paco said to her to do that. Uh, I, yeah. No, but then she was she was with by herself in the car. Yeah, I think she went by herself. I think she, yeah, she did that by herself. Yeah. And I think the, the coins were to be back. No, no, exactly. I think they're, they're too far. They're too far deep. Like yeah. they've reached the they've reached the point of no return. They're in, they're in the game. And the game is not going to let them go. No. They're 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 chess pieces in this game. And they, they they can't leave until the game is over. 
Yeah. Now, the one of the coolest things I think about, and we didn't know this when we first started the series, so we didn't know nothing about it. One of the coolest things I like about this show so far is that, you know how we had we have a couple of these episodes or a couple of these shows that are doing these kind of anthology pieces, uh, you know, kind of like uh, American Horror Story or whatnot, where it's like each season or whatever is like a different thing. Mm-hmm. This show, like in the middle of one season, is almost like this anthology piece. Like you had the like crazy creature. Uh, like I said, you had the Ouija board, like other side. It's, a, it's a little bit procedural. Yeah. And then you, in this episode, you get the magic mirror. Like, so it's got all those crazy things, but then it's kind of cool because I want to watch episode four and we'll probably do it when we get out of here. But I want to watch episode four because, I mean, what are they going to throw at us in this episode, right? Like, what are we going to get? Like, there's going to be this new thing that's probably going on or happening um and that kind of thing so i'm kind of excited about uh like watching it and stuff like that but where they have is like we have figured out the fact of the dynamic of uh, and we talked about it a couple times in this episode where you got the judas priest <laughs> i see what i did there you got the judas priest you've got the demons and then you got the 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 preacher and the main character of the story possibly fighting for god himself so you got these three things going around and mixing it up, trying to get these coins because they because if basically they say in this episode, if you have all thirty coins, it's more powerful than if someone had the Ark of the Covenant. So, exactly, yeah. but besides that, like finding out who wins or who gets the upper hand or whatever, like it's one of those shows to where it's like, yo, I just want to watch it. I want to see who's getting the upper hand in this episode or who comes and gets involved in this episode. What can we see? And, and what's going to happen but besides that there's really not a lot for you to try to guess as far as like to me as far as trying to theorize like oh man the show might end this way uh because it, it, it's kind of up in the air you, you got three sides it's hard like sometimes you can choose like ultimately the good guys are going to win but you got good guys and then two sets of bad guys over here like what is going to happen and, and maybe the wolves being pulled over eyes in a certain way so uh, any last thoughts or whatever before we get out of here, guys? And we'll go around the horn and start with Ferris. I think. Oh, sorry. <laughs> well, I didn't know you Ferris was. Ferris was white. Yeah. I was almost no, Brazilian. No, I, didn't know, I didn't know Ferris was Brazilian. Uh, yeah, so, man, I'm dude, I'm so excited, dude. Every, like, I'm actually, like, every time we get off of these reviews, because we watch the show right afterwards. Well, no, we don't watch the show right afterwards. Like, we watch the next episode, right? These are, I, I, this, this is my favorite thing to do. Uh, this past week, you know, these like Justin, man, I swear to God, man, thank the Lord I listened to you that one day. The one day I listened to you, you know, and you, you, you don't listen you, to me very often, yeah, and I don't listen to you very often, man. You don't, you, 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 you did good, kid. You did good, you did good, I man. Like this shows 40 year old, he's like early 20s telling me you did good, kid. Thank you, it, like, this is this show's phenomenal, man. I, I'm like. The like, because we know the, the the Scorpion Spider Baby was all CGI, but it looked mm. good. It looked good, you know. Yeah, they did. They did amazing. Yeah, and they like, and amazing like, with all the and, practical effects, CGI, yeah, yeah. everything to show. They put money into it. Time. Yeah, because like, because like the, the the practical effects of the Demon Baby when it was when it walked out from underneath that thing. Y'all remember that? Like that was a, that was an actual person. That had to be like <laughs> an actual like person, right? And like the. The, the the zombie dude grabbing um father like uh, the father or like the priest or whatever he wants to be called and um dude i'm just excited man i'm lost for words i'm speechless go ahead danny the brazilian so my name is i'm the brazilian fellas now <laughs> no man 
I, I'm glad I listened to your guys' first reveal and I'm doing this with you guys. I think the, the show is going in a very good way. Like, it has a little bit of procedural, like, feeling because it's like uh, each episode is like plays, uh, like the monster of the week format, but it still, like, further develops the, the and entire I love story. Me. Yeah. And, like, this episode, it was, like, the most exposition episode, like, the, the one that contextualize everything but I, I i'm hooked man i think the show has a good acting has a good photography the the effects are amazing you know uh, it's like it's like it's the second spanish show that i watch i watch many heists first and i i'm digging it man. i'm digging yeah it. and i said a little bit of what they say because portuguese and spanish is a little bit similar so i can understand a little bit of that Right. And that's kind of cool, like uh, that you don't have to have, probably have to read every word like we do, which is kind of cool. Uh, I will say this, like something that you were talking about uh, with the show, Danny, is like you've got that. The, the, this was very exposition, ha uh, like happy, like it had a lot happy. of that stuff in there. Happy. Yeah, happy, happy yeah. whatever. But it had a lot of that stuff in there. And the thing is, though, I love what this show did. It didn't throw that to you at first. You nope. don't have to sit through the exposition to worry about it. You got crazy upon crazy. Then another episode that was a little tuned down, but as you saw, guys, on the clip we showed you on our last review, like, bro, like the whole knife coming out the side of the that lady's cheek and stuff, which is craziness. We showed you that last week. Uh, but And then on the third episode, after you've been hooked, now I want the exposition. You know, I think so many times that movies and shows do the same thing and the same mistake where they try to give you that exposition, they try to give you the true story before you ever get some of the hotness and that you're kind of like, whoa, man, whoa, do I need to sit? Man, this ain't that. But this show like hooked you where you didn't have to have, like you didn't have no exposition, you didn't know what was going on, but you're hooked. You want to see like what's happening. So when they give that to you in this third episode, it's like perfect timing because it's like, now I want that story. Now I I'm hooked. Now let me see a little bit behind the curtain, and that's what they did, and that's what I like about it. Go ahead. And they did, and oh, just just to finish this point, Justin, like one of the things that like exposition exposition by itself is not a problem. It's like how you yeah. do it, and the way they do it is like we talked in the beginning of this review. Like they like they throw a philosophical question to you, like to the audience. If God's all powerful, He cannot be all good. If He's all good, He cannot be all powerful. Mm -hmm. That's what makes you like think a little bit, and then he gives the exposition, the characters, the organization. Also, also, Danny, before Caleb, he also asked this: God knew the plan, so God knew Judas was going to betray Jesus. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Go ahead, Caleb. Yeah. Um. Uh, one thing I really like about the show is uh, that uh, even though it's like really scary, there's a lot of horror parts, a lot of seriousness. I wanna. They still have these funny parts. Like the suck my ear. Oh, he just suck my ear. Or something. Suck my ear. But in this episode, it was uh, you got Paco underneath the blankets, like he's some teenage girl texting Elena, and his wife just look at him and is like, "What the hell are you doing under there?" And he's like, "You looking at porn?" And he's like, "Yeah, <laughs> sure." <laughs> and he's like, "If you want to have sex, I'm ready." Like, and then she just goes back to sleep and just he goes back. Yeah, It was She's like, "I'm not mad that you're watching porn. I'm mad that you're hiding it from me." <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's like, 
Bro, like he's so scared to tell her who he's actually talking to, or because because they're kind of watching no. him. Do. It's during the part where they're watching that guy like look at the, the mirror camera. and stay overnight. Yeah, with their cameras on their phone, the thing, the app they have set up, and they're talking to each other through it. Like, yeah, do you see this? He's crazy and stuff like that. And he's like, like laughing at one of her little jokes or something she says during via text. And she's like, "Well, you're watching porn," and he's just like, "Uh, actually, that would be, I guess, less wrong." <laughs> telling her I'm uh, talking to this Elena girl, so he's like, "Yeah, I'm watching." Well, yeah, and then, yeah, exactly that. You Caleb, like, brought that up. That is yeah, hilarious. That was hilarious. I forgot about that. Episode two, that 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 scene right there in this episode three, and in the first one, like just the craziness, like it had us laughing at points. Right? <laughs> when we saw the baby walk for the first time, like he's like, "What? What the fuck?" Yeah, man. It was just crazy, but thank you guys for watching another. Uh, oh, Justin, don't forget, don't forget, man. <laughs> no, I got you. Thank you guys for watching uh, Thirty Coins or review here. And you uh, forgot like and subscribe to the uh, YouTube channel. Uh, we're trying to get all that stuff set up. And everything else, we also have audio feed that's been popping a little bit. So, like, if you don't can't sit here and watch us on screen all the time, a lot of our shows goes over to the audio feed, so you can watch. You can just listen to it as you're running, doing your walk. My beautiful accent. Yeah, exactly. You're best <laughs> Danny, and like now, now it kind of fits. It kind of makes it more Spanish feel because we're watching a Spanish show. Even though he's Portuguese, it still has that sort of. <laughs> I'm not Portuguese. I speak Portuguese, and Brazilian Portuguese is very different from Portuguese. Also, guys, make sure. I'm, I'm sorry, guys. I'm from sure. Alabama. Yeah, hey, just stop talking. Stop talking. Make sure after all, Justin just said, make sure to like, subscribe, and make sure to comment on this video. Commenting helps us. It helps with the algorithm. Comment, guys, because we want to have a conversation with you, a respectful conversation. What are your theories? What do you want to watch? What do you, what was your thing that you loved the most? What was your funny moment? What was the moment that made you say, oh, my God? Make sure to comment those in the comments. Yes, and, like, dude, I love every time. I, I make sure I go and like every one of your comments, even if it's, like, you saying I say something stupid or Ferris says something dumb. Like, I still like it and stuff because I appreciate y'all giving that feedback, uh, whether it be positive or negative. Please just do it. And, and I want to be more involved and be able to talk to you guys and learn more about you, man, because I don't want you to just to be fans. I want you to feel like you're part of the Let's Get Ready family and let's get that started. And uh, thank you, Caleb. And thank you, Danny, for joining us. I'm pretty sure they're going to join us for probably the rest of the season. We keep adding people because, dude, this show has been a big shock, big shock, big surprise. Loving every second they were watching of it. And until next time, guys. Just never went to school. <laughs> you want to say something else, Danny?